So today is another vignette homily, just a bunch of random thoughts that maybe go together, maybe don't, I have no idea. Um, but, wow. So recently, the, the thing that's been kicking around my head, um, and, and it seems to just be brought up in a lot of scriptures in a lot of different ways, is this idea of the Word of God, the power of the Word of God. And if the Word of God is, as we say, Jesus Christ, He is the Logos, the one word spoken by the Father, um, like, how powerful is that? And, and in the gospel today, there's so much about proclaiming, preaching, speaking, um, and just making the message known. And recently it's been uh, in my head that the, what Paul says, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Um, and somehow, how does that relate to, to Jesus being the word of God, that he is this divisive um, tool that, that splits truth from falsehood, that splits... Um, friendships, families, and, and those who believe and don't, don't believe. And he says it even here, you know, those who believe will be saved, those who do not believe will be condemned. That's a harsh statement. And the other scriptures, who can accept this harsh saying? You know, um, but, but it has to be true because you can't have both truth and falsehood uh, at the same time coexisting together. You can't have... Jesus being the word of God, the son of God, the savior, and also every other religion being just the same and it doesn't really matter. Um, like it, there is a division that happens between truth and, and falsehood. Um, so that one's not really thought out in my head a lot, but just that's been kicking around and um, the idea, the prevalence of just him telling the disciples to go preach, to go talk, to, to say the gospel. And in this it says every creature so I'm sure at some point someone was trying to baptize animals or something. Like, no, he said every creature. Um, but maybe that's a little too close of a reading, a little eisegesis there. But um, <laughs> I don't know. Just the idea of the word of God being powerful. And then in the psalm today, Psalm 89, where is it? Blessed the people who know the joyful shout. Like that, that also, in a, a different way, not in like a proclaiming word way, but... Um, a joyful shout. What does this mean? Blessed are the people who know the joyful shout. There is a shout that is joyful above other shouts. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We know this to be true. Um, I think of any time, any time I pick up a weight that I don't think I can do and I pick it up and I put it <laughs> over my head or I do what I'm supposed to do, I let out this like thrombal of, yeah! what is that? Why do we do that? What? Maybe that's just a man thing. I don't know. I don't know what you nuns do. You're just picking up stuff, screaming in here. But for me, that is a joyful shout. And it's something so silly. Like, I'm picking things up and putting them down. But it creates in me this desire to shout joyfully. How much more do we shout when we know the truth? How much more would the joyful shout, the joyful shout, this one shout among many? And I have to imagine that is a shout when one is in the will of God, doing the work of God, and like, yeah, you're seeing all the things Jesus talked about in the gospel. Does one let out a joyful shout when they cast out demons? Probably. I don't know. I haven't done it yet. Does one let out a joyful shout when they pick up serpents with their hands? Again, haven't done it. I might shout for different reasons. But does one let out a joyful shout when they lay hands on the sick and they recover? Absolutely. I mean, I have to imagine that's just... Whether you do it in front of the person or not, I don't know if you'd want to scare them, but like letting out a joyful shout at some point, just going out into like the middle of a field and just, just shouting to the Lord because you're so excited about what he's done for you. And then my last thought is that I believe 
St. Mark, whose feast day obviously we're celebrating today, I think he was an introvert. Because as I was going through preparing, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, St. Mark, Sons of Thunder, definitely, yeah. Wait, no, that wasn't him at all. Oh gosh. Okay, yeah, 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 St. Mark, he did this other thing. Nope, still not him. I was like, he was one of the first four, right? Nope, Peter, Andrew, James, John, not Mark. All right, well then what do we know about Mark? Literally not a lot. Um, Wikipedia tells me that he was dragged behind a horse and that's how they executed him, but I, I don't know. But he doesn't really say a lot about himself in his gospel. I mean, like, John is even like, well, you know, the beloved disciple, <laughs> that one that Christ just loved. <laughs> Who is that? Was that me? Oh, yeah, by the way. Mark doesn't do that. Mark is just like, here are the things that happened. <laughs> you know, like, he is recording the sermons, the homilies of Peter, and somehow it becomes this gospel. And, and it's the first gospel, and it's the shortest gospel, and it's just, it's so focused on Christ and his miracles and everything. Um, but Mark really leaves himself out of this, and so we don't have a whole lot of biographical information about Mark. I mean, the thought is that, yes, he went to Africa, and he is the reason that Christianity spread in Africa and started the Coptic churches there and whatnot, um, but we don't know. The, the theory is that he was the first bishop of Alexandria before he was, he was martyred. Cool. But Mark wasn't writing other letters, you know, like Peter. We read from Peter today, and it just happens to mention Mark. Mark, my son. Well, okay, so let's think about, though, the qualities that Mark might have had in order for Peter to be so enamored with him that he wants to spiritually adopt this guy. He's like, man, brother, not close enough. No, you're my son. Um, one might say, in whom he was well pleased. I don't know. But the, the point is that I feel like if we read the, the first letter, I'm sorry, the first reading from the letter of St. Peter, like it's just a, it's a nice mental candy. This is complete poetic license, but it's nice mental candy to just think about maybe Peter was writing and he was thinking about the good qualities of Mark, clothing yourself in humility in your dealings with one another. Maybe Mark, in being that introverted guy who rarely said anything about himself in the gospel or didn't, maybe he was clothed in humility. Maybe he, you know, cast all his cares upon the Lord because he knew the Lord cared for him. Maybe he was an anxious guy at one point. Be sober and vigilant. Your opponent, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Possibly Mark, you know, did great battle with evil because the Lord tells us in the gospel today that that's absolutely what we would be doing, what we should be doing. So there's no scriptural basis for this at all. It's just kind of my own musings, but maybe Peter was writing about Mark when he wrote all of this and was just thinking, man, this is the way that people should live. And I'm going to write people, I'm write two people telling them about Mark, but I'm not going to mention his name because he wouldn't want me to. Um, but then he does. He throws him in at the end and just says, oh, by the way, Mark says hi. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like it's a good reminder that no matter what our uh, perceived impact or direct impact or whatever we think we're doing or how unnoticed we go, um, we have a powerful place in the plan of salvation that the Lord has given each and every one of us and to relegate it to, oh, I'm not important, I only do this. Well, no, no, that's a very important job regardless of what it is. Um, and the saints have gone on to confirm that, but I think you know, we can see it from the very beginning with the apostles. You have those that we know a lot about 
and then those who we might know their name and maybe their profession, and that's about it, and the way they died. Um, but each one of them had a very specific and important role, and so do we.